Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We're around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction. I'll spell it right at the top, L-I-N-D-U-S. Good morning to you, Andy Lindus. Good morning, Denny. How are you? I'm doing quite well. It's been a kind of a crazy week, and certainly for you and your crews at Lindus, and certainly for other folks who have had uh, terrible storm damage. And uh, I thought maybe while we're waiting for callers and texters to, to uh, phone in or text in their home improvement questions, you, you could address the whole thing. And I know you've done this in the past as far as if you do experience storm damage on your home, uh, what's the first thing? Give, give us the whole rundown of what, you, what people should be doing first things first. Well, um, I start with uh, be one of the first people to call your insurance company and, and, and schedule the time to get a hold of an adjuster. And then I would call a trusted contractor, somebody that you researched to come out to your house. I can tell you this, um, it didn't take long. When I say it didn't take long, those storms came through, what, in the morning? By 9 o'clock, there were storm chasers out and about uh, knocking on doors, which is uh, a little worrisome. We did some follow-up with our customers, did some, uh, some safe uh, in inspections of, of customers' houses, and, and the storm was pretty spotty. I think we lucked out for the most part. It's not going to be a lot of widespread damage on this one, but, uh, but there's, there's some steps that you need to take. Get a hold of your insurance company, use a trusted contractor, and by all means, exercise patience. When, when it comes to storm damage and all things in home improvements, Having patience is, is, is going to be the key to success. Like, I know that next week we'll be replacing a roof on a customer's house, Denny, um, that we gave estimates to, but they couldn't wait for our lead time. So they went with somebody, and the roof is two years old, and now we're doing the install again. And we always talked that the most, most expensive home improvement project is going to be the one you have to pay for twice. Well, this is going to be another $23,000 on a project that they, they didn't have to spend. Well, what happens, though, when, when a, a roof gets damaged, whether it be a tree limb or a tree itself, uh, and suddenly you've got this big hole in your uh, roof and it starts raining again? I mean, what, what does the customer do? What does the home, home, homeowner do? Well, um, they can reach out to us, and we have a triage team. And if, uh, if, if there's a worrisome of water infiltration happening, there's things that we can do and get on within usually 24 hours, some, a lot of times same day. Um, my, I'm telling you, Denny, the guys that I have working uh, with me on my roofing team, they're, they, they understand. They, they know how they'd feel if they had a hole in their roof. So my guys, during, during times of storms, it's, 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 it's not uncommon to see 70, 80 hours worked in a week. It's just what we do, what we have to do to try to get everything dried in and make sure every house is safe and livable, and then we can take the time to do the job the proper way. We're not rushing through anything. Speaking of storms, Andy, did, uh, is everything pretty much, whatever's back to normal, uh, in the Baldwin area now uh, after all those rains? Yeah, you know, um, I, uh, I've uh, taken to reseeding uh, a lot of uh, my landscaping here. That's the worst thing that happened to me, but the, the roads are in good shape. Uh, it seems like most places are getting dried out. I know a friend of mine that, that had water bust through his basement window. It looked like uh, I saw some pictures the other day. It looked like he's getting closer to having his basement almost done. So I know a lot of people are getting through it, but uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, I think uh, we're, we're through that part. In fact, I, I actually ran a sprinkler this week, Denny, believe it or not. Oh really? 
Well, you know, I had just done some landscaping at my house, and then three weeks later I get, you know, nine and a half inches of rain. So some of that seeding didn't quite hold up, so I had some, some redos, and I, uh, I, uh, I did the seeding. And, of course, uh, with seeding comes a lot of sprinkling and hose dragging. Oh, that's for sure. And we were talking about this on, on the garden show a bit ago, and I did some of that myself. I did some seeding. Uh, earlier in the spring, fortunately, when it was cooler, boy, it's tough now with the uh, with the hot weather. But that uh, the the best time of seeding is coming up here in August and September. So I'm not going to give up. Six five one. We have time. Yes, we do. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have any kind of a home improvement question uh, for Andy, call us or text us. Same number. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Uh, do you remember mentioning, and the texter is wondering about this, a, uh, I know you were talking about a battery-powered uh, sump pump, but did you mention a vacuum cleaner? Uh, I did. Um, you know, I think uh, it was a conversation Steve and I were having. And it is. Power it's tools. a Milwaukee backpack vacuum cleaner. I'm telling you, Denny, about, out of all the battery-operated equipment I have, um, that piece of equipment gets used more than, than almost anything. And it's just really slick, uh, to be able to go up a ladder with it and not have to worry about cords or when you're going, walking around your, your shed or your garage, you know how you're, you know, you got a shop vac, it's plugged into a cord, it's on wheels. Eventually you're pulling it around the car and it tips over and you got to stop your whole process and tip it back up and, I don't know. It just always gets annoying. And I, this, this thing, it's powerful. It's easy to clean. And again, it's just right on your back and a battery is going to last me a good hour of vacuuming. So it's, uh, of all the things that Milwaukee's come up with and they've come up with some awesome stuff. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. And, and it's uh, with, with other companies too, uh, with battery powered. Now the, the, the thing is power. I mean, you didn't have that before, but now whether it be, uh, a string trimmer or a, a, a leaf blower, whatever the case may be, they really or a chainsaw, they really are powerful these days. It's it's quite a quite a neat change. Tell you what, let's do. Uh, let's take a quick break here and invite our listeners to uh, call in or text in their home improvement questions six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. That applies to either phone call or text messages. So uh, bring your home improvement question to Andy Lindis, and we'll be back after this break. Good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. If you have that kind of a question, you can by phone there. or by text for Andy Lindis. Uh, call it in or text it in, as I said. Same number, 651-989-9226. Well, Andy, let's grab a call from uh, Sue, who was calling in from Shoreview, I believe. Sue, you're on with uh, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Lindis. Um, Good morning. I had you do my windows in my townhouse about two years ago. I could not be happier. Compliments to you as a company and to your two gentlemen who came out and did them. My question is, I am considering um, something called SOLA, S-O-L-A, tube. I'm looking at a 10-inch one in my master bath and a 14-inch one in my kitchen. I've am regulated by the Townhouse Association to deal with only one company. Uh, I do have a price. Um, I'd like to know what you think of them 
and do you have any other options for me? Uh, yeah, we install. Um, I mean, it's a good product. Uh, the, the the solo tube is. Um, we prefer the Sun Tunnel prod- product. Uh, Denny, we've installed them on his house. Yeah. Um, I, I can tell you this: it's one of those prod- products that a lot of times when I install it, people look at me and go, "This is the best thing I've ever done to my house because of the amount of natural light it actually brings in." I, I like the Sun Tunnel product because of the the way. I think it brings in more light. I think it's better insulated. I think there's less chance of the 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 bugs and things getting in there. And to be honest with you, I think the the people I have installing them are as good as it gets. As I'm sure they're the same people that do my window installs. So they're they do a wonderful job with it. And I've had almost no callbacks or service issues with it. It's made by Velux. And Velux is widely known as the best manufacturer of skylights or roof windows in the world. Now, I, again, she's talking about an association, the rules and regs with uh, uh, an association. Since uh, Linda's put in the windows, why couldn't Linda's put in the uh, uh, Velux product? Yeah, we very well could. Uh, a lot of times, and we can help you with this too. We can we'll meet with the board and, and just get approval. There's there's usually ways around that. And if not, uh, like I said, the solo the, the the solo tunnel or the solo tube is not a bad product. It's just not as good as the sun tunnel. But the uh, the ones you you guys uh, put in uh, our house uh, several years ago, you're right. I don't understand how it works. I mean, it, it like amplifies this natural light, and it's it's amazing if your house. It's dark like ours is in, in many areas. What a difference, especially this time of year. My yeah. goodness, lighting hallways and bathrooms and whatnot. Even um, on, a, like on a full moon night when it's pretty clear out, the, oh, yes. the amount of light that those things can bring in can sometimes fool people to thinking the light's on. <laughs> it's really true. I know, I know for, and I've said this before, that uh, after they were installed, uh, I would look for a light switch. Uh, from time to time, walking <laughs> walking by, it's amazing. Great product, but yeah, I would uh, uh, so check out uh, the Velux products and, and call Lindis again. You were pleased before; you'd be pleased again. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. That's our phone number and text number. Let's see, Andy. We have texters as well. Here's one: uh, Can a bathroom exhaust fan? Exhaust vent exit to the outside below the level of the ceiling. I think what, what they're think? referring to as a ceiling is like the overhang or the soffit area. Probably. Um, would be my guess. And it would depend on if on where the bathroom actually is. You can exit a wall, an exterior wall, with a bath fan. Uh, we do it on gable ends a lot. But uh, more often than not, we are going up and through the roof. I know people sometimes are nervous about it, but I'm telling you, these, uh, these new boots that we have from Lifetime, uh, it's, it's, Lifetime Tool makes as good a roof boots and as good a roof flashing kits as I've ever seen. And I, I really don't think there's going to ever be an issue with these leaking. And when you get above the roof line, here's the thing that people don't think about. These bath fans are going to be bringing a lot of moisture out. So if that moisture can come back at the house or back at any type of your building materials, a lot of times you, it can start to lower the lifespan of, of, of those materials. I've seen it on roofs where they come out the side of the house with an exhaust fan or the exhaust from a furnace or the, the dryer or the bath fan. 
and that moisture starts to go up on those shingles and you'll actually start to see a line on the shingle start to form and when we remove the roofing sometimes you can actually notice moisture on the actual wood that that's gotten up there i mean you're talking about water vapor and it can find ways to get in so you want to do your best to get that away from any building materials or or anything don't dump it into the soffit and do not just leave it in the attic those are the two mm-hmm. biggest no-nos i see with bath fans you see that often too don't you we do we do. Sometimes they just come disconnected for whatever reason. People use that flex tube and some duct tape, and eventually it wears off, and <laughs> they come disconnected in there. Or sometimes it's, it's on purpose because they're just putting it into the soffit thinking it's going to be okay. And there's usually mold and rot and other things that we have to deal with then. All right, if you want to call in or text in your uh, home improvement question, by all means, 651-989-9226. Uh, texter uh, says this. Now, when you, meaning Linda's, install leaf guard gutters on new construction. Would you do that if you yourself, Lindis, did not build the home? Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. We work with a, a bunch of different contractors, Denny, um, all over the metro. So, uh, yeah, we have no problem uh, doing that. We bit off of plans uh, all the time, more and more, it seems like. Uh, so if you have the plans, you just got to give us a call and get us the plans. We'll, we'll send you an estimate uh, on your plans. You did, the house doesn't even have to be built. How about that? For yes, There you go. Indeed. 1-800-LEAFGUARD is what you do. Uh, let's go to the phones. Darla is calling from Plymouth, I believe, with a question. Thank you, Darla. What's your question? Hello. Good morning. Um, I have a problem with some windows. They were installed a few years ago, and... Um, I have a handyman who came out to do some painting, and he noticed the tops of the windows had not been caulked. Mm. And so he did do that, and that helped. But now I'm thinking maybe that he noticed they aren't caulked all around the window. Should that be done? Well, it depends on how, on how it was installed and, and what type of windows they are. Um but yeah, it's definitely uh, if 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 they aren't sealed up properly and the, the proper air infiltration and water infiltration steps weren't taken, yeah, you're running a, a risk of damage that's happening. That's a lot of time is is hidden to the human eye. I would at least uh, do an inspection of that before you caulk it too. And there's things that you can use, like um, when you have our company come out, my guys are going to have. Uh, the cameras that we can actually put in the wall and, and see what's going on. We have moisture meters to 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 actually see uh, what the actual level of the moisture content is for whatever building materials there are. Um, I had a guy FaceTime me from a roof the other day, and he's like, I don't know what to do with this weird roof they built in here. And it was it was bad. Somebody It was a bad design, but the moisture level of the siding was 64%, Denny. It was cedar siding. That's I mean, it was he could he goes, I think I can poke my finger right through this wall. I said, wow. I, I bet you can. Um, and, 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 you know, that, that, you know, left unaddressed, it was adding four or five, $6,000 to the project in, in rot repair and wood repair. So that's something that you're going to want to get looked at. And I would want to inspect it before you seal it up. Wow. Now, when do you guys start? Maybe you continue to do blower door testing. Yeah. Is that more for the yeah. fall and winter? Yeah, you know, well, this time of year when, it, you know, well, it's not the same temperature as it is outside, uh, yeah. inside most houses right now. But, you know, uh, when when this time of year, it's kind of infrared imaging is, isn't as good as it is in the wintertime to, to really figure out what's going on with the house. So we do use the blower door a little bit more in the summertime to, to figure out what we have to do with attic air sealing and where air infiltration is happening. But this... 
I don't think this is a lower door. This is a, an outside inspection, and, and we use some of the other tools to figure out what's going on there. Okay. Tell you what, I want to alert our, our callers. Bob, uh, you're going to be next on the phone, and we have a bunch of text messages we'll uh, field as well. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, a reminder, we have another half hour of the show to go. Call us or text us, 651-989-9226. Welcome back to our home improvement show. Andy Lindis is uh, joining us, uh, answering your home improvement questions by phone and by text. We have both, uh, but here's the number for either, 651-989-9226. Andy, let's get back to the phones. I think Bob in East Bethel has been waiting the longest there. Bob, what is your question for Andy? Morning, guys. Yeah, years ago, you guys put a roof on our house, Andy, and uh, did an excellent job. And to the lady that called about the the sun tube, you put one of them in, too, and... Uh, since then, I've had three cousins buy them. It's a, it's a perfect addition. Anyways, I look up at my roof all the time when I'm in the yard, and I notice one of the, uh, the bath fan uh, vents. It looked like there was something in it, and I got the binoculars out, and there's a big, uh, I don't know, bee or wasp nest in that. Is that going to be an issue? Yeah, you know, it could be. Um, you know, uh, we, we actually have switched our, our brone vents uh, now to that lifetime tool vent, and that flapper is a little bit better on, on those wasp control. If um, if you're not comfortable getting up there, give us a shout. No, I'm have not. The, this 62-year-old ain't going that high up there. Yeah, yeah, give, give us a call. <laughs> I'll have one of the guys come out, and we'll spray a little wasp spray up there, and we'll get her taken care of for you. I, I looked at it, and I think it's dormant. I, I didn't see any activities, but, you know, if I'm thinking, I don't know if it'll just rot away eventually or how big it, the you know, hole is. You know, it could. It just, uh, what you run the risk of is the air not being able to escape as much as it can. The moisture can maybe build up in that fan or that, that, that tube gets a little bit too warm in the, in the winter. So then the cold is hitting that warm tube and condensation starts to happen. So then water can maybe start to drip down that fan if it's, if it's not free and clear. So it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you we're in your area on, uh, on a regular basis. And plus, you talk three of your cousins into getting sun tunnels for us. So it's the least I can do is come out and take care of your wasp nest. Absolutely. Yeah, Bob, just, uh, just call 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Tell them uh, you're on the show with Andy and what the deal is. Our phone number, 651-989-9226, is the phone number and text number. Uh, speaking of text, Andy, here's one. It says, uh, are all GAF shingles guaranteed for 50 years, regardless of the installer? Um, yes and no. Uh, they have a 50-year warranty, but the warranty is prorated. If you're not getting the Golden Pledge warranty by a Master Elite installer. Which you guys are. Now, there is one difference with us. We are the only company in the country that also has the Golden Ticket, which gives you a 50-year workmanship warranty to go with the 50-year material warranty. Now, the cool part about the warranties that we offer, I've had three warranty claims, and... On all just goofy material things, stuff happens. You know, you manufacture enough stuff, goofy stuff happens. Glued in set or there's a granule issue or some coloring issue with one. 
all those homeowners got brand new roofs, zero out-of-pocket money. Uh, it was quick, easy, and it's the only way to go. The cool part about a warranty, Denny, is the manufacturer looks at every install and signs off on it. So they can never come back to you and say, it's not a material problem, it's an installation issue. That's what you mm-hmm. want to avoid. Those are, the, those are the conversations that lead to warranty nightmares. Yeah, this this is great. What would you guys do in roofing? Yeah, and like you said, the the uh, what what's the term? The uh, elite golden. What's what, what is the term? It's the golden pledge warranty with the golden ticket from Lindis Construction. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, let's see. Here's a text. Do you have replacement windows that have those blinds built into them? Uh yeah, we do. Um. You know, I like them more on patio doors than windows. There's some energy inefficiencies that, that happen with those blinds in there. You know, the, the fabric blinds are okay, but if it's the, those metal blinds, um, I have a window that you have to get. It's an extra pane of glass in there, but there's some energy transfer that happens in the windows because of the metal in the, in the actual blinds. So you're not just worried about glass and cold transfer from glass to glass or getting through the argon gas that's in there. It's, it's much easier for those blinds to get cold and then bring that colder surface to the inside. When you have a colder surface on the inside, there's a higher chance your windows are going to frost up. And if it's a wood window and it's frosting up, that means it's, you're going to be refinishing it on a regular basis. So I don't recommend them very often, to be honest with you. But I do have them. I have uh, three different manufacturers I can get blinds and glass on. But uh, it's, it's a pretty rare occasion that we use them. There's a lot of service issues with them as well. well that's a word to the wise then. 651-989-9226 is the phone number and the text number. And we've got a bunch of text messages. But call us if you feel like chatting with Andy. Very good. Uh, here's another text. Uh, I'm getting ready, texter says, to paint my ceiling in a bedroom. How do I minimize the amount of texture that will peel from ceiling the ceiling while I'm painting it? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm assuming they're trying to keep the texture or they're... Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, I would just be pick the right brush, pick the right roller. So you're not not scraping it as you go. And if it's a popcorn ceiling, um, they might want to think about spraying it, Denny. Yeah, I think that's... If they're going to keep the uh, popcorn ceiling, the textured ceiling, yeah, I'd agree. Or have it sprayed if, yeah. if you don't feel confident to do it. Or yeah. do a job that no one likes to do and take the popcorn ceiling off. But Yeah, I did that I, uh, for I, I have one in my house I look at all the time that I'm, I just can't bring myself to doing it, Denny. You know, when <laughs> Dad put that sparkles in the ceiling in 1987, it was the coolest thing he's ever done, he thought. And I just I can't bring myself to covering it up. Uh, we had the, I did it myself for a while, and then I had Lindis uh, do it when we were doing some other kind of work. It really makes a big difference, but you're right. It is a mess. Wow. It is. What a job. All right. Let's see. Uh, texter wants to know, what's the best way to fix uh, gutter corners that are leaking? What do you think? Um, a high-quality caulking. The problem with, um, with corners, typically is if they're not hung level, that metal, as it expands and contracts, it's, it's not going to, that caulking, especially if it's exposed to the sun at all, 
it can start to crack, and that's where that leaking comes in. So if you can, if you're handy enough and you can take apart the miter and you can get the caulking between the metals and then caulk it again on the seams, you're going to have a better chance of, of keeping that from leaking. Uh, OSI makes some really good products uh, for, for most people. Um, you can, any box store, you can find some, some high-quality outdoor caulking with some UV protection. And uh, hopefully it'll last for a few years, but on uh, open gutters, it's probably something you should maintain every three to five years. Okay. Here's our number, 651-989-9226. Again, for your phone call or text messages, we're talking home improvement as we do uh, every week in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at uh, Linda's Construction. Uh, well, what kind of deals you got going on now with uh, windows and roofing and leaf guard gutters? I know you always have something special going on. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be the last month we have 75% off of labor. Uh, on leaf guard gutters, uh, season guard windows, the infinity window by Marvin, and, of course, GAF asphalt roofing. So we started the uh, state fair specials a little early because we have no state fair this year. So yeah. I think uh, we've been running that, and we're trying to figure out uh, what's going on August. Um, I'm telling you, we're, we're a busy company, Denny. We, we've looked at a lot of houses this year, and... We've, uh, it's been, been an interesting year. Lots of different types of projects, uh, a lot of skylights, a lot of windows, a lot of outdoor living that we're looking at. Uh, it's, uh, but we're getting booked up, but on most of our products this year, if you, if you, if you act pretty quick, you're going to get it installed yet this year. In fact, uh, pretty early, you're going to be able to enjoy most of everything yet this fall. Isn't that great? You know, I was thinking when we were out uh, at Linda's celebrating uh, 40 years, in business, I thought, wait a minute, this is that was over a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Forty-one now. Forty-one years young. I did the math myself. <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's it's one eight hundred Leaf Guard. You you want to call uh, Lindis if you need any kind of particular, and you and generally speaking. I mean, always, if somebody wants uh, windows or roofing or whatever the case may be, leaf guard gutters, you guys come out for free for an estimate, right? Always. Oh, absolutely. Um, if there's plans that have to get made or a blueprint set or we have to get a designer involved or an architect involved or anything like that, there might be some costs. But typically, those every, as to every estimate is free, and that first consultation is always free. Absolutely. All right, Andy, take a break. We're going to take a quick one here and invite our listeners to join in. We have more textures. And if you want to call in your question, 651-989-9226. Or send to text, as we said. This is our home improvement show around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour on Newstalk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to our home improvement show brought to us every week by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is with us today answering your home improvement questions, either by phone or by text. We have a line open if you want to use that or uh, send a text like other folks have done, 651-989-9226. Actually, a couple of text messages, Andy. If we want to backtrack a little bit and talk about those sun tunnels like Linda's put in our house, uh, and we had a caller about uh, putting those uh, in, in their, in her uh, townhome, I believe. Uh, where have you put, where can they be installed? Maybe we should put it that way. Oh, it's pretty rare we can't find a way to get them installed. We brought them down through closets through three stories before and into the basement, uh, interior bathroom without any windows to give it natural light, and that worked well. 
Um, there's ways you can turn corners with them. Uh, every time you turn a corner, you're going to lose a little bit of light. But there's where there's a will, uh, usually we can figure out a, a place to put those sun tunnels. There's, there's pretty rare that we can't figure out how to install them. Uh, some of the vaulted ceiling uh, options that we've done with them, too, can be a little bit harder to deal with. But um, usually we can find a way to white install them as long as we can run the tube somewhere to where they want to have the diffuser at. So you've, you've gone that far, like three stories. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Great product. So, uh, yeah, you can call Lindis and uh, ask about the Sun Tunnel, Sun Tunnel by Velux. Uh, here's a text. It says, our daughter is having a small deck put on her home. She's very excited about it. She went with green treated because of cost, and she wants to use a pigmented stain on it. Question is, should she wait to stain it, or what would you recommend? Now, this is green treated now. Yep. Um, I would probably hold off a year. The problem with the green treat is going to crack on her. Um, you're with that. You're talking more of a surface stain. Even when you put the penafin on it, I know penafin makes one specifically for the treated wood. Still going to want to apply a brightener conditioner before you treat it. Um, if it was installed earlier this year, I would maybe put the treatment on before winter, and just put the brightener and conditioner on, and then use the penafin oil-based stain. And but it's just it's not going to color up the way you think it's going to, but it should protect the wood a little bit more. The part you know, green treat is meant to be outside. It's meant to last that way. The problem is it the 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 surface of it gets bad after a while, and it can start to crack and dry out, and it won't rot. But that's what can happen to it if you don't protect it. You know, Andy, you've told us in the past about um, the uh, different types of low-maintenance decking, mm-hmm. and you have uh, what you think might be a little slippery deck at your place, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's I, I love my deck. I absolutely love the Zuri product. I love the way it looks. Uh, we just had this conversation with my brother. Uh, you know, I have the Azek deck on uh, one part of my house and then the, the Zuri deck on the other, and I the Zuri deck is the best-looking deck I own. Um, it can get a little slippery. It we've we've dealt with some expansion and contraction issues with it, but uh, they're pretty minor. Um, but it, it is uh, the Azek deck is just uh, it's durable. It's easy to walk on, easy to clean. It just doesn't. Uh, it's not as pretty as the Zuri deck. It's Zuri is as close to looking like fresh stained cedar as any composite decking out there. Hmm. Um, in fact, I'd, I'd recommend Zuri for anywhere unless that deck is used as like the main entrance to your house. Okay. And that's that's the main problem with, with my deck, Denny. This is the, the, you have to walk up steps onto my deck to get into my front door. My front door is, is based off of a, a porch, you know, an old four-square farmhouse uh, built in 1920. So it's up about four feet. So the deck is the entrance into my house. So it's used way more than most decks. And those steps are used way more than most steps. And to be honest with you, they're, they look like the day they were installed at least. You know, it's a very durable product, mm. but, yeah, it gets a little slippery at times. Are those hidden fasteners on that? Yep. Yep. It's uh, installed with a clip system. Okay. So no no uh, hit myself in the gut when I shovel in the wintertime like my old deck with the, uh, you know, I had a cedar <laughs> deck with exposed fasteners before, and 
you know, <laughs> it, uh, I knocked a few heads of screws off with the old snow shovel in my day. Oh, yes. Welcome to the club. Say, so, let's get back to the phones. I think Richard is on the horn calling from uh, Little Falls. Richard, you're on with Andy Lindis. Yeah, Andy, I had nine inches of rain the 29th of June, and uh, I have a new sump system in this house. Okay. But the sing- the single pump was cycling four times a minute, and it did that for a couple of days. And I want to know if there's any other options, like a double sump system or something. It's a brand-new system, but, it, you know, it just, it, I told the guy that installed it, we got to replace that. It's just not going to last. Yeah, okay. Is know, there a double system um, out there where it would fit? Yeah. Uh, um, boy, oh, boy. Denny, I should have looked at the name uh, of that. Uh, SafeBasements.com sells them. Uh, but it's a okay. double uh, sump pump system. There's two pumps, uh, two floats. It's a battery backup, so if you lose power, um, you're, you're going to be okay. If one pump fails, uh, the other pump will kick on. If one pump isn't keeping up, the other pump will kick on. It, uh, it really is a, a very ingenious system. Uh, but uh, if you look at safebasements.com, you should be able to find uh, or talk to somebody that will tell you what sump pump system to actually order. Okay, very good. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for the call. Well, we've got a lot of interest in these uh, sun tunnels for sure. Uh, Linda just wrote a text and said, Hi, can a sun tunnel be installed in a two-story home so that the light is directed to the kitchen. And you would say? As long as we can find a place to run the tube um, yeah. that's, that's hidden. A lot of times we use a closet, a corner of a closet, and come in, in into an area that way. It would really depend on the design of our house, but it's, sure. uh, it's worth a free estimate to come out and take a look. Yeah, Linda, just call 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Uh, tell, uh, tell the folks there that uh, we were talking on the radio about those sun tunnels. Because we're getting other text messages want to know, the, again, the, the name of that product, Sun Tunnel. Velux I'm telling you, for, for projects under $2,000, it's, it's hard to beat a Sun Tunnel, man. No, oh, you're absolutely right. Here's a text, Andy. It says, in this area in Minnesota, is insulated vinyl siding worth the extra expense over non-insulated? Um, if those were my two choices, Yes. But knowing what insulated vinyl siding costs, I say no. I think you're not too far. If you're going to use insulated vinyl siding, you're not too far off from looking at LP or seamless steel as an option or box steel as an option, which any of those options are going to be better than vinyl. It's just not. Vinyl is uh, It's not a long-lasting material. It's not a long, uh, it doesn't, I, aesthetically, I don't think it looks the best. It doesn't. Out of all the siding products you can pick, I just I, I stay away from vinyl. We don't install okay. that very often at all. And as far as cost, uh, let's say uh, the person likes like does like the look of steel siding. I mean, was there a vast difference in cost there? Five percent more than than mm-hmm. than maybe the the foam backed vinyl to to get a good steel siding. The problem is, a lot of siding guys don't like to use steel because it's harder to install. It's harder to cut. It's a, it's a different type of craftsman that installs it, so you, you need to be working with the right siding group that, that can install just like uh, not everybody installs uh, LP or Hardy the proper way. Everybody thinks they can, but there's, I'm telling you, the, the way, way the, the installation errors I've seen on all types of siding, you really need to do your due diligence on the people that are installing the product more, than, more so than the product because 
All those products, uh, LP, Hardy, Seamless Steel, uh, Box Steel, uh, even the foam back vinyl, they're, they're, they're good products. If they fail, it's usually an installation error. Um, and that's why guys don't use uh, some of the higher-end stuff because there's extra steps you have to take to install it properly, unlike vinyl where it's, it goes up quick and easy-peasy. Interesting. That's a good point, though. Texter wants to know what might cause sheetrock to mold, to get mold in a, in a garage ceiling. Uh, it's your moisture level. It's, it's, it's a straight-up humidity issue in your garage. Um, if your floors are sweating and you got a lot of moisture on your, you need to get air movement and you need to run a dehumidifier in that, in that space. So, um, my dehumidifier, the last two weeks, Denny in my garage, I bet you has run 70% of the the time. You know, mm. when we, we, when we get the uh, dew points that, that we've been dealing with uh, the last two weeks, I don't know about you, if I was outside working, it was a matter oh. of minutes before I sweated through my shirt. Oh, it's true. And you open up your garage door a couple of times, all that humidity is going in and out on, on the garage, and that warm air meets usually a cold surface of concrete, and it starts to get that, you know, your concrete starts to sweat. That's, that's why your ceiling is starting to mold. Water got into the concrete or into the sheetrock, and mold happened. Yeah. Andy, we have less than 60 seconds to go. How about a quick answer here? I think I know. But a texter says, do I need a brightener conditioner if I'm going to sand the deck lightly before staining? Yes, sand, brightener conditioner, because sanding is actually going to close a little bit of the pores of the wood and open it back up and then let it all dry out. Put the stain on and you'll be good to go. And that's the cool part about wood. You sand it, brightener conditioner, stain it. It almost looks better than the first day it was installed because it's got a little bit more character. Got some soul, as we say. Got some soul. Yes. Uh, all right, Andy, uh, I'm going to tell folks how to get in touch with you guys. Should we do this again next week? What do you say? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Have a good week, Andy Lindis. Yeah, if you want to get in touch and get a free estimate on whatever we've talked about or you're inquiring about, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. 1-800-LEAFGUARD or lindisconstruction.com.